This is the Nordic Animism channel, and my name is Rune Jane. I'm a historian of religion from the universities of Uppsala and Copenhagen. And here's a little example of how to use the runic animist wall calendar that can be procured on the Nordic Animism homepage, together with its introductory book here. And I'm just going to go like walk through one month, which is the Yule month of this year, 2020, as an example of what it is you're looking at when you're looking at the Ruining Animist wall calendar. The one behind me here, on the, here is uh, actually the 2021 version, which can be procured now. But uh, the example that I'm going to use here to introduce you, um, the symbols that you are seeing when you're looking at the calendar, is the 2020 version, the one that's relevant now, December this year here, the year month. Um, right. Here you see the uh, traditional calendar signs that represents this month, your month, December 2020. If you had an old-fashioned calendar, then these symbols or similar ones would uh, be carved in wood. And if you really want to, then you can still do that, if you, uh, of course. You can carve these symbols or similar ones on a rod, and then you have an old-school calendar. right? But what uh, I've tried to do here is to merge this with our contemporary system and make it a little bit more available than little scratches on a, on, on a stick in order to sort of bring this, make it more available for contemporary people. Right, there are three lines of symbols that you see here. Uh, there are the primstaffs that mark the holidays, the pre-Christian heathen holidays, and also more folkloric holidays that are found to be somehow important because perhaps they contain an, an, an animist potential of sorts. A lot of that stuff is described in the introductory book here. There are the weekday runes that uh, represent the week year, and these seven repeated runes represents a, a weekday throughout the year. Each rune represents one weekday throughout the year. Then there is the bottom line of runes, which is the Tungle Rhyme, or the Moon Rhyme, whose runes are golden numbers that represent the times where the new moon will land on a given year. And it's a little bit funky to explain it, and I'll go a little bit down that road in this video here, but just accept that these runes represent the cycle of the moon in a, in a given year. And the anchor point of this is the rune that marks the new moon, where the new moon will fall. And for 2020, that is the hail rune. All right, right. let's start looking at the uh, December this year. Uh, Tuesday, December 1st. Tuesday, as you will note, is marked by the K rune throughout 2020, except in the beginning of this year, because 2020 is a leap year. So before the leap day, which is 24 of go month February, the Sunday rune, which is sort of the anchor point of the the, the weekday runes here, the or staff as it's called, uh, these weekday rune, uh, the weekday rune on, on the top, the Sunday rune was the R rune before the, week, uh, the leap day. But the leap day falls outside the runic calendar. But it's still, of course, a weekday. So if one weekday falls out of these repetitions of seven runes in the runic calendar, of course, uh, the weekday will be pushed a notch. So after the leap day, the uh, our rune no longer marks a Sunday, but the Monday, 
throughout the rest of 2020, and it becomes the Oz rune that marks the Sunday for the rest of 2020. Uh, this, by the way, is what is marked in the template for the All Staff cycle of Sunday runes, which is found in uh, inside the Nordic Wheel of Seasons. Um, when it is a leap year, then there are two Sunday runes, one before and one after the leap day. Um, right. But the basis of, is that the seven runes of the top line each mark a weekday in a given year. And now in 2020, we have the K rune, meaning that it's Tuesday. Cool. Uh, and this, of course, shifts from year, year to year. You'll have noticed that your birthday or Christmas Eve doesn't fall on the same weekday, weekday every year, right? Uh, it falls on the same date, but not the same weekday. So in 2021, this will be different. December 1st in 2021 uh, falls on a Wednesday, but the runic code is the same. So in 2021, the K rune mark Wednesdays throughout the year. Uh, and this is how a traditional calendar stick works. You know the, the system, you look at it, and then you see a K rune, and uh, then you know that this is a Tuesday uh, for this year now, 2020. <laughs> um, uh, there are actually traditional calendar sticks that only ha have this or staff, this week counting, uh, the, the line of weekday runes. Uh, and likely this week counting is, has an origin in traditional week year that has roots far back in the Middle Ages uh, and, and, and the reckoning systems, where uh, a year was counted by a set number of weeks, which was fixed in relation to the sun. Right uh, and calibrated, of course, in different ways that I won't go into here. Cool. The bottom line of runes are the moon runes. They represent a golden number. And what does that mean? Now, golden numbers are numbers between 1 and 19, and they're used on calendars to mark the place where a moon face can fall over a 19-year cycle. Right? Hmm. Because you've noticed that the, uh, the faces of the moon fluctuate. It isn't, for instance, always full moon on Christmas Eve or new moon on the 1st of May. The cycle of the moon does not follow the dates uh, in our normal calendar. However, this fluctuation of the moon isn't just random. It actually repeats itself in cycles of 19 years. If the new moon fall on this rune throughout the calendar on one year, then 19 years later, the new moon will again fall on that same rune throughout the calendar, right? Uh, and it, it is actually the new moon, uh, which is the most important uh, moon phase uh, in order to keep track of this calendar. So this line of 19 runes, they all show a day uh, that uh, will mark the new moon at some point during this 19-year cycle. So for instance, uh, when a specific moon phase is falling on, on, on the S rune in here in 2020, then that moon phase will also come again 19 years later. The same moon phase will fall on the same rune again. Uh, and uh, you could say that this rune here uh, represents one specific moon phase for uh, any given year. And it would predict a different moon phase, perhaps some years the S rune here will just uh, predict a certain stage in the waning moon or something. 
But here in 2020, the S-room that we see on, uh, on Tuesday, the 1st of December, actually predicts the full moon. And to make things a little bit more complicated, that is actually not visible here on uh, December 1st. And the reason is that the astronomical full moon actually falls one day before. So that can be seen on November 30th. Um, runic uh, calendar isn't 100% astronomically precise. Tradition, but And, of course, traditionally, the full moon wasn't uh, a strict point in astronomical time calculation, but a three-day period. And the rune uh, predicts the moon phase, not with absolute precision, but kind of, you know. Now, does all this mean something, or is it just a way of counting? <laughs> and I've actually resisted talking too much about this, because when you talk about what this means then you start to become associative with communication about the runes. And for reasons that I explained in another video, I actually don't really like that so much. The Haramal says that if you want to ask about runes, the best path is silence. <laughs> so what I've done here is to try to supply the raw material from tradition, the naked data. Uh, the runes that mark the day, uh, days throughout the year and the old Swedish rune poem, which is attached to these runes. But I think of this as an, as an open door. What does it mean that the S rune mark the, um, and it marks the full moon in 2020? I don't think it means nothing. And I don't think it meant nothing to the people who, uh, back in the day, who developed and practiced this particular kind of uh, traditional reckoning. This is a way of counting, yes, keeping track of time, yes, but we shouldn't protect our own idea that this is one thing, counting, strictly insulated, for instance, from religious or magical meaning on those people uh, in the past uh, who um, developed this system. M most other than modern people, they don't draw this distinction between secular practical usages and information and religious magical usages and information. These things are, are, are often, in most cultural settings, these are sides to the same thing. And this was people who took omens of everything they saw around them, saw the pattern of creation around them every, everywhere, and for whom the cycles of light certainly had a very high level of importance. You know, they can highly be overst uh, hardly be overstated. Right? So the question I just posed here is actually formulated in the wrong way. Does all this mean something or is it just a way of counting? It's not an either or situation. These ways of counting are not distinct from meaning. They are also, in a sense, cycles of meaning. Right? So uh, I'm just, with this material, make, presenting this material, I'm just suggesting this path, you know, you can start trying to understand it yourself. What does it mean that exactly these symbols represent the cycle of light in exactly this way in 2020, for instance? But, you know, please also try to respect this as traditional knowledge and keep it from this whole internet carnival of babble about runes, you know. This is real traditional runic cosmology. And if the Habermas uh, has anything to say, then it's actually supposed to be engaged by keeping silent about it, about it and letting the understanding of it brew and, gr and grow, you know. And this is also the reason that my communication about it is kind of consciously limited to the raw data, 
the naked material, making that available without going too much into details about it. Cool. Let's uh, move on through the calendar a little bit. I promise I'll not take that long about it on any, every day. <laughs> um, we find that the H rune mark Wednesdays, the F rune Thursdays, and uh, so on. The Sunday rune of 2020 being Oz rune in the uh, greater part of the year. Uh, and when we look at, at Wednesday, the second of, uh, of the Yule month here, we see that the, it has the Belthors rune uh, in the moon runes, which marks the number 19. And that is one of these three strange ligature runes that form the last three runes of the calendar of Futhark. The Orlöger gives uh, number 17 and the Tvimadr gives number 18. And the root of these three strange Runes is actually one uh, of the, one of the topics that I haven't gone and investigated to the bottom, uh, but they are a little bit enigmatic actually. Why is it just the this mirrored Thor's or Thor's rune uh, that uh, gives the number nineteen? You know, the numeric value of two Thor's runes don't make the number nineteen. So what is that? And uh, these three runes are also given meaning in the Swedish uh, rune poems. If this one here, the Belthors, if that marks a new moon in a given year, uh, and thereby becomes sort of the main omen-giving rune of the Swedish rune poem for that year, then it heralds a difficult, dark year of hardship, but yielding a good crop. Well, that's what the rune poem suggests. Uh, and you can uh, can see this in the book here, where I've, I've tried to make a, a translation uh, available of the, the Swedish uh, rune poem, poem with these omens that have, have been attached to uh, to each rune. Right, so um, we move on through the calendar, and we are now in the waning phase of the moon. We have the an, an N rune here, which is a calendar version of, uh, of the normal N rune. Uh, the, the wax uh, and wane of the moon are important, as you'll see in the introduction book. And uh, in the 2020 calendar, we actually try to represent the waning and waxing faces of the moon with different shades on the staff here. But it didn't really work that well. And I doubt anybody ever really noticed these different uh, nuances. Uh, so, yes, we, we are also in the process of learning how to make as much of this traditional knowledge available uh, in our contemporary uh, um, representation uh, as possible. Uh, so it becomes like immediately available for the user. Right, uh, we move on through the calendar and we now have a blank space. And why is that? Well, one cycle of the moon, from new moon growing to full moon waning and back to new moon takes 29 and a half days. But in those 29 and a half days, there are only 19 spaces where the new moon can land because the new moon or any moon phase returns to the same spots in a 19-year cycle. Right? Did that make sense? <laughs> and therefore, they're empty spots. Like on Friday the 4th of Yule month here. In the 19-year cycle of the moon, there isn't a time where the new moon will be predicted to fall on the 4th of the Yule month. Um, but also remember that these runes, they only approximately mark the days where the new moon will fall. They're a cycle of runes, a cycle of meaning also that sort of flows in the calendar. Right? 
moving forward, we reach Saturday the 5th of the Yule month, and this is St. Nicholas night, meaning the night before St. Nicholas Day. But who cares about St. Nicholas? No. <laughs> the cool thing is that this is Krampus night, the Krampusnacht, which is one of the most powerful traditions that uh, is presently in the process of globalizing and spreading throughout the world from its point of origin in southern Germany and the Alpine areas. Uh, and I made another video about this. Uh, and of course, you can then find this symbol, the Prim stuff, in the book, in the section about the Yule month, and read about it. Right? It, it is here marked uh, by a Norwegian traditional Prim stuff. And with these uh, traditional Prim stuffs, there are always many different to choose from. And here I I chose one that had a little bit of a diabolic feel to it with these sort of horn-looking shapes here, and uh, which I found to be fitting to uh, probably the most metal holiday of the year, right? Um, cool, moving on through the days. Note that the same rune are, runes are marking the weekdays. Tuesday the 8th, again a K rune. And we move on, finding another Norwegian preem staff here, which marks the looser night uh, St. Lucy, a really important night that was regarded as the winter solstice uh, in the very old days. And uh, you can read all about this in the introductory book, of course. By the way, the uh, Yule month and the following midwinter mid month or January are definitely the ritual center of gravity of the uh, Nordic animist year. Uh, when you look in the introduction book uh, under the Yule month, you'll find that I basically uh, have had to include little thematic sections under Yule month, like the wild hunt and so on, in order to basically be able to give a little bit of a feel of the massive ritual activity that used to take place uh, during the Yule period. Cool. We move, move on here, and on Monday the 14th, we uh, find the lunar rune of this year, the H rune, which defines uh, 2020 and marks the approximate location of the new moon throughout the year. And uh, you will notice that here on uh, the 14th, the astronomical new moon fits neatly uh, and actually also falls on the day uh, of the new moon prediction of the runic calendar, runic calendar here for 2020 on the hail rune. This uh, H rune here is actually the most important rune of the year. Uh, the rune that predicts the new moon has a little omen with it for the year. And uh, the old poem says, and you can find this in the book here, it says, Hagel er i bo best, Hagel grein hodast, tid vinder, gott kon år. The English translation is also there in the book, and it tells us that this rune uh, would suggest that 2020 would have a timely winter, but a good harvest. Now, in this calendar, I, I, I uh, followed an uh, established Scandinavian tradition of using the old traditional month names on contemporary months of our normal uh, calendar. But uh, the most ancient kind of months were actually lunar months. Uh, the word month is related to the word moon, and uh, in, in that system, the new moon marks the opening of a lunar month. Uh, and uh, this is actually, uh, this Monday here is actually a Yule month corresponding to December that begins here. So if you, if you will follow lunar months, uh, months corresponding from moon, from new moon, full moon, back to new moon, then this would be the first of the Yule month. 
And in the 2020 version of the calendar, I actually marked these lunar dates on the calendar staff. So you can follow also lunar, uh, lunar dates. And uh, you, you can read about this also in the introductory book. But notice that this Yule month here, uh, the lunar month, actually falls rather late uh, on the 14th of, of, uh, of, uh, of our uh, December. Uh, and that is because 2020, 2020 is one of those years that reckoning nerds probably love while everybody else just go, ah. And uh, that is if you're working by naughty lunar month, then a leap month has been inserted this year. Because in order for, for lunar month months to stay in their place, uh, stay in their season, you sometimes have to insert a leap month during summer. Uh, a whole extra lunar month, so the months, uh, months don't fall earlier and earlier and earlier every year. And if we hadn't done this in 2020, then the Yule month as a lunar month uh, would have ended uh, on this new moon uh, on Monday the 14th. So the uh, month named Yule month would have come and gone 10, 10 days before the, the, uh, before, uh, the Yule uh, holiday. Right? And that is the reason that the Nordic calendar is a lunisolar calendar, like the Jewish calendar, by the way, uh, and not just a lunar, lunar calendar, like the Muslim calendar, where, for instance, the month of the Ramadan falls earlier and earlier every year. And therefore, for instance, the celebration of Eid moves backwards every year, or forwards. <laughs> uh, but in North uh, European tradition, the cycle of the sun makes a huge difference for people. Um, if there's a month called Frost Month, you know, then it doesn't belong in June. Uh, so it has to stay in its place. Uh, month, months in Northern Europe need to stay approximately in that place. And that, I think, is exactly the beauty, actually, of the lunisolar reckoning. You count by the moon, but it still also follows the cycle of the sun. And there's a kind of a rhythm to it. It is as if the moon months sort of breathe <laughs> with, with the cycle of the sun. It's a very natural way of, of keeping track of time. Um, right, and, and in, in this calendar here, the uh, lunisolar system is mainly represented in the runic calendar, which is the lunisolar system, whereas the main months are our normal month, months. But in the 2021 version, you can see the lunar dates and different lunar months. Uh, you can also uh, see their names in the introduction uh, book. Cool. We move through the calendar. Weekdays mark uh, by the same rune, and it is now a waxing moon, a good time for a lot of stuff. Um, you can read about this here. We reach Hulda's night. Again, you can read about it in the book, and here is the solstice, also marked by Norwegian primstars. Um, and it would make a lot of sense to work with the traditions of the Lucernite that I just mentioned here on the solstice or around this time, because this is the darkest time of year. And remember how these different holidays show that it's not super dogmatic, actually. A solstice tradition needs to be around the time, but not necessarily exactly on the astronomically actual longest night. Um, and here is the Yule or Christmas, which the English heathens call Mother's Night after the Venerable Bede. And uh, here it's marked by these drinking horns. Uh, these are uh, Swedish calendar marks, actually, that express the celebration and ancient drinking tradition of uh, the Yule days. 
a Swedish friend of mine actually described contemporary Swedish tradition uh, that to my ear sounds like really Viking. <laughs> uh, they, they, they light candles to lead the dead home and drink Engler angel beer, basically a kind of offering of beer as a communion with the dead of sorts. Yup, and as we move on through the calendar, the week runes repeat themselves, the moon rhyme, the moon runes that represent the cycle of the moon, and uh, we mark the new moon of a given year, and uh, that's the way it works. Here again, on December 30th, we see the, the S rune, or the soul rune, that marks the full moon throughout 2020, and we see that the astronomical moon phase does what it's supposed to and falls neatly on December 30th, uh, as the rune, uh, the rune calendar predicts. Cool. I hope this all makes sense and it didn't just make the whole thing even more convoluted. As I mentioned, you can procure the 2021 version still in the uh, Nordic Animism homepage with the introductory books that makes all this uh, information available. And uh, um, so you can... So you have the chance of going a little bit more in detail with it, or you can also just look at it and and uh, you know use it to fall in with this rhythm of the year that is suggested by uh, traditional anim- animist uh, reckoning. Cool. Thanks for listening, and see you around. <laughs>